my family history is bad. So my father passed away when I was 13. You know, he was a really bad diabetic. He had half his foot amputated. He was blind in his left eye. He was on dialysis. I still remember those Baxter boxes coming in, hooking, up to, hooking him up to a machine every single night uh, just so we can get the fluid off his legs. With all this disease that's running in my family, I figured... Well, now is the time to make a change because I'm going down the same route, getting as heavy as them. And the only way to prevent these things from happening was to do the complete opposite of what my family was doing. Yup, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Walker! Walker, can you come to Peace and blessings, everyone. We want to thank you guys for tuning into the latest and greatest episode. Shout out to everyone listening to this. Whether you're new or old, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us for a little bit. Everyone's here. Gat, how are you, sir? I'm well, Walker. Black, how are you? I'm good. And we are. If I do it too much already. You're just being yourself. You know man. how I get when we get guests in the building, man. I don't know how to. I don't know what to do with myself. Speaking, Go ahead. Speaking of guests, <laughs> who do we have joining us? Walker. Good question. I don't have the answer. I don't know this guy, but I will tell you something about this guy. <laughs> I hey, am. Hey, now you're doing too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got we got a guy who I've had the pleasure to meet here recently. I uh, haven't known him for a long time, but man, from what I have have known about him i've loved i've enjoyed but i'm telling you man uh i don't think i've told you this and i haven't said your name yet but i did some ig stalking on you when i heard about your uh your arrival at our beloved gym i heard about it you did (laughs) (laughs) but one one of the things one of the things that intrigued me when i was ig stalking you what's your story man we're gonna hear about that in a bit but um I don't, I don't know what kind of box to put you in, so I'm not even going to try. So I'm going to refer to you as a um, fitness nutritional expert. Okay. Is that good? Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's perfect. Y'all give it up for my guy, John Owens. <laughs> happy to be here. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Welcome, man. Welcome. Uh, for the people who, who don't know or just getting to know you, give us a brief synopsis of who you are, your story, how you came to be. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Jonathan Owens. Uh, I grew up in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, um, but I moved out here for school. Uh, I always wanted to be a doctor. Um, however, during my time in undergrad, uh, I figured out that I didn't want to become the doctor that I thought I wanted to be. Okay. Um, and what it was, was while I was doing my biomedical sciences classes or whatever, they call them BMD classes at UAB, um, I figured out that they were more so in the realm or the business of disease management rather than disease prevention. And so what I did for myself, I asked myself, what do I have a passion for? And how can I get out in front of that curve so that I can prevent people from getting these diseases, these preventable diseases, Uh, So I decided to become 
uh, a personal trainer. So I went to school uh, and I switched my major over to kinesiology with with a uh, focus in fitness leadership. Uh, so with that, I figured, hey, I'm going to be become uh, a personal trainer. I'm going to help out as many people as I can. I also minored in nutrition as well. So I can so now that I have the movements down with kinesiology, I, I can put it together uh, with the nutrition portion as well so that whenever people come to me, I can give them a full breakdown of what they need to do to get out in front of that curve so they can prevent these diseases such as diabetes uh, or heart disease or cancer, yeah, even cancer. So um, that's basically who I am or my study, my study background there. Uh, and so I used to weigh 305 pounds at my heaviest. I was a really big guy. Uh, I played football at Hillcrest High School. Uh, I finished my season out around 265 pounds. Uh, but I wanted to walk on at UAB uh, in the 2016 year. However, my weight just kept climbing and climbing because I was getting prepared uh, to do battle out there as the starting nose guard, right? Uh, so we needed a really big guy up front. However, that year, the program shut down, and so I was just like, man, listen, there's no reason for anybody to be 305 pounds, especially if they're not, they're not trying to move weight around or be an athlete, right? So, you know, I started my fitness journey there, uh, and from 305 to now 181, uh, I've been sustaining this weight for around say six years now around six years uh and that's what really sparked my my journey and my passion for health and fitness uh and i've been leading people to a healthier lifestyle ever since so awesome story awesome wow. aw- awesome background Dang, john I, I didn't stalk you wow okay uh let me what what was kind of the uh tipping point for why you, what caused you to to lose the weight? I'm glad you asked. Uh, so my family history, uh, just like many Americans um, in, in this day and age, they, it, it's, it's bad. So my father, he passed away when I was 13. Uh, passed away when I was 13. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, you know, he was a really bad diabetic. Uh, he had half his foot amputated. He was blind in his left eye. Mm. Uh, he was on dialysis. I still remember those Baxter boxes coming in, hooking up to hooking him up to a machine every single night, uh, just so we can get the fluid off his legs. Uh, and my my uncle, uh, he was the same way. He's gone as well. Um, but you know, with with all this disease that's running in my family, high blood pressure. Uh, heart disease, the cancer, the diabetes. I figured, well, now is the time to make a change because I'm going down the same route, getting as heavy as them. And the only way to, to you know, I thought to prevent these things from happening was to do the complete opposite of what my family was doing. So I started the diet. Uh, started the diet. I started off doing uh, clean eating. Um, so I was I was eating chicken, broccoli, and rice. You know the the, the staples of bodybuilding, right? Uh, but sooner or later, I was like, man, I need to you know I need to lose weight a little faster. I need to lose weight a little bit faster. So I started doing keto. That was completely unhealthy. Don't ever do keto uh, unless you have to lose 
uh, weight like really fast for a moment in time. So that's not a sustainable diet. So watch right. out for that. Um, and then I went on to, you know, looking back to my heritage and I noticed that most black people in America, they are lactose intolerant. And that's not a, a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Okay. What happens is our body starts to uh, reject the process of making lactase, the enzyme to break down lactose. And so therefore we become lactose intolerant because we can't break down the lactose, the milk sugar inside of milk, inside of dairy, inside of cheese. So I started uh, doing it really, really lightly. Uh, so I got rid of meat first. Uh, was one of my was one of my first things because I was already allergic to fish, uh, so I couldn't eat fish. Uh, shellfish was it, it still did me the same way, just not as much as as regular fish. So I still uh, get itches and rashes and things like that. Uh, and then as far as beef goes, it I always noticed that my stomach started to hurt, especially when I when I ate like steak, like all the really you know tight fibrous meats, right? Uh, so I got rid of that and I was like, well, shoot, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go for gold, I'm just going to get rid of all meat because I feel like I'm sustaining myself here. So I got rid of all the meat, uh, and then I got rid of eggs, uh, and then I got rid of the dairy finally. And now I'm sitting here as a full vegan, uh, and that's the vegan diet actually is what, uh, predominantly the African culture used to be. So that's where that's where I am now and I'm optimizing my life because of that dumbfounded Gatry <laughs> no I'm just dumb <laughs> John but hold on hold on man eggs eggs bro yep eggs anything that has a mother I do not eat anything that comes is, from is, there, is there anything I, I guess what is the because I, I do eggs mm. um are there any it, was that a is there actually an, an issue with the eggs or is it was just part of the whole cleansing process it was, for you? It was probably part of the whole cleansing process. Gotcha. So from but a nutritional standpoint. I mean, eggs, I mean, if you can handle eggs, then eggs are fine. Okay. But I okay. do know some people that, but, that do have egg allergies. Right. But, oh, oh, and but, that makes, I, it, that yeah. makes sense. That I, makes I sense. mean, in terms of composition of the egg, because egg is like a high cholesterol thing. Yeah, cholesterol so, yes. is another one of those terms that yes. our society yes deals yes. with. Uh, so that that also leads to to you know high blood pressure. It also uh, leads to plaque forming in the arteries. Uh, if your cholesterol gets too high, uh, which ultimately leads to stroke or leads to heart um, heart failure or heart attack. So two scrambled eggs a day probably isn't. I, I don't think two scrambled eggs a day would be bad oh, okay i don't think okay. it would be bad cool. uh however if you if you <laughs> start taking in five six scrambled eggs a day then. right okay what if it what about egg whites egg whites uh so egg whites are mostly uh liquid and or water and protein uh so uh whenever we talk about protein for eggs it's it's mainly coming from the white part not really so much coming from the yolk right part. okay right uh so i mean egg whites that's that's totally fine i would I would say if you're not if you're not somebody who's trying to strive for going for for vegan or vegetarian, uh, you can definitely do eat eat eggs. Get some sorts of protein because it is really tough as a vegan, uh, even as a vegetarian, to get all your protein in. Okay, um, I'm I'm about to go, 
go in that's okay go ahead so so just being real mm-hmm. i i like many other black people especially my father's side of the family bad not bad but long history of diabetes mm-hmm. high blood pressure yeah. diabetes at the amputative level right so i mean i'm talking about like kind of like you yeah. like I, I felt a yeah. lot of similarities at the you know as close as the uncle level right mm-hmm. um i i've talked about it on here before but i too had a pre-diabetic instance and it led me to change some of my habits mm-hmm. at that point i gave up red meat and pork yeah so um it, I've, I've seen a change in terms of like my uh, blood sugar. Uh, obviously, I'm not a pre-diabetic risk anymore. Good. Numbers are numbers are where they need to be, except the scale. But more on that later. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to ask, like, we 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 are your source for the black male perspective. Mm. In your opinion, what do you see, or what 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 kind of what kind of warning signs do you give? that that really plague us as black men in terms of you know dietary and even fitness like what are we doing wrong in your opinion from us from a social standpoint Ooh, what are we doing wrong um you got so, 10 seconds so what i usually notice uh as far as the black community goes is we gather around food Ooh. Guilty. We gather around food. Okay. Not every gathering has to be centered around a huge meal. Uh, And even if you do gather around the meal, these meals don't have to be loaded in carbs, loaded in sugars, and loaded in fats at the same time. Okay. Uh, So whenever we whenever we see certain bad foods, they're usually, you know, high in carbs. High in sugars and high in fats. For example, cookies. <laughs> high in carbs. Cookies? High. Well, nothing is wrong with cookies. Yeah, I believe in moderation. Uh, <laughs> however, whenever you're like twenty cookies, like two twenty, cookies, yeah, two twenty cookies. cookies. So if if we if we took uh, an average soul food meal, right? All right. So let's say collard greens. Let's say sweet potato. Casserole, right? Uh, say say uh, what they are. <laughs> don't say the sweet potatoes. Sweet potato casserole. No, yams. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> sweet potato casserole or yams. <laughs> all right, candy yams. There we go. Uh, right, right. <laughs> and Heavy let's on the say, candy. let's say, <laughs> let's also say fried chicken. Okay, of course. All right. So if we look at this meal, this meal is all types of. Of loaded up, it's yeah, it's definitely delicious, right? But let me tell you why it's delicious because it has carbs, because it has fats in it, because it has sugars in it. It's more delicious to us. Okay, that's that's a natural. Whenever we back in the day, back back when when people were hunters and gatherers, they would they would try to gather mostly berries they would try to, i seen the documentary where uh these Af- these people in africa they were still living in tribes and they would search for honeycombs so they look for sources of quick sugars as a means to sustain them at, until they hunted and gathered their their actual meal so here in society since it's readily available to us we don't need to be searching for or consuming that much carbs, sugars, and fats. So back to our meal here, the yams, loaded in carbs, right? And mind you, healthy carbs, 
healthy carbs for the yams, right? But what's unhealthy about it is the added brown sugar, the added the candy. butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, the candy. If we look at our collard greens, these collard greens are not just regular collard greens. It's not, it's not just, you know, greens inside the water, right? Got some bacon fat in there. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Got bacon fat, got some hog malt, some... some uh, Flavor. Some, yeah, right, right. And mostly... Most of those things that, that come from the pig, it's, it's really fatty, right? right. Uh, so as we simmer it down, it, all the fat is, is leaking out into the greens, making it more delicious, right? More appetizing. <laughs> and if is we anybody look, else hungry? Is <laughs> and when we... Now, now, when I, now I know where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we look at the fried chicken, right? We batter it with flour. Flour is a carb, carb right? We, we carb. don't just look at it. A simple carb, a simple carb too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and I heard something where, and, and they're partly right. Whenever you process the flour like that, it's almost like you're just taking in sugar. Okay. Uh, so you can break down that that flour that you're battering it up don't with. Don't forget and don't forget what you're cooking it in. Uh, yep, here we. I was getting there. Yeah, all right, I was getting I'm there. Sorry, my bad. And then, my and then bad. we deep fry, right? We deep fry it in oil. So we load it up with fats, carbs, and Flavor. sugars <laughs> and flavors. Yeah, that's fine. Goodness. <laughs> so when we look at that, we are over consuming the amount of fats, carbs, and sugars that our body needs to, you know, to either you know thrive as black people uh, thrive as human beings rather uh or even to sustain ourselves so we're over consuming food okay so that i would say that would be the number one thing that is plaguing us as a black community we are over consuming food mm. you mean uh, it by like proportions of what you should be intaking for is sure it? okay for sure for sure and what what would you say to people? Because one of the biggest concerns, we've seen what has happened this year as it pertains to inflation. We've seen gas prices mm-hmm. go up. We've also seen food, the price of food go up. The biggest complaint that I hear is I want to eat healthy, but it is so doggone expensive. How would you, what would you say to those people who are concerned about eating better but taking a huge dent in their wallet or that at least being the concern okay yeah so i i recently bought a house congratulations uh, congratulations with, with man me, me and my wife we recently bought a house last year um so i i know <laughs> how it feels to not have enough money to to get the healthier foods right right however it's not all about I'm, I'm gonna say two things here it's not always about the the price as far as the the food goes it's sometimes it's the location that you're going to so if we went to say win dixie oh my goodness when dixie upcharges everything absolutely everything okay and then if we went to aldi or trader joe's hey now we talking a lower price for healthier healthier foods right Mm -hmm. and secondly it's not always the i would i would say that most people aren't taking advantage of canned foods frozen foods dried foods like beans 
uh, the pastas and things like that as well because those are really inexpensive really inexpensive me and my wife we go to we go to Aldi and we maybe spend a hundred dollars maybe on groceries for two weeks that sometimes even last the whole month if we're eating inside the house so I don't think that there is I think that people should rethink their sources uh, rather than buying fresh fruits you can just opt out for frozen fruits rather than buying I don't know frozen I mean rather than buying like fresh chicken or like prepared chicken chicken that's already prepared you can go to the local farmer's market buy a chicken and, and get a chicken there and chop it up yourself so mm. the more the more process that's going into it the the more expensive the food is going to be they got to package it mm-hmm. put all the additives yeah. in to keep it longer exactly yeah. gotcha exactly. you think part of it's just that people are not willing to put in like the work the labor it is to prepare their food i i agree i yeah. i would agree with that because i i feel like another problem here is that we're we're absolutely lazy uh or we just are we don't have the the know-how to to do the certain things uh but i mean that that's an excuse but it's also not a really good excuse either because you can just look it up on youtube you can look it up on google look up everything else on youtube right yeah so i feel so seen right now um <laughs> don't feel seen bro. Okay. It's okay it's all the process john i want to go back to your journey yeah man all right so you you tip the scales at 306 307 at your heaviest 305 man. 305 yeah yeah florida 305 Tough crowd here, John. I'm sorry about that. He normally laughs at everything I say. (laughs) So you tip the scales at 305. You're down to 181. Mm. Dude, talk to me. Talk to me about that journey. Like in particular, moments where you wanted to quit. Mm. So I don't think I ever wanted to absolutely quit. I think that there was some times where I immediately got lazy. Uh, I got stuck in my ways and didn't try to push a little bit harder. Uh, So one that I can think of two accounts here where I felt like my motivation wasn't as high um, to, to continue to lose weight. That's when I got down to 225 and when I got down to, I would say, 200 pounds, because uh, obviously as you as you continue to lose weight, it gets harder and harder to lose that body fat because your body doesn't want to lose the weight, uh, but you have to force it to. OK, um, so I would say when I when it was around 225, I felt like, you know, I was good to go. I was like, oh, man, I feel I feel good. Still wasn't seeing any abs or anything, right? I, I don't, and I don't think I'll ever see all my abs clearly because of the loose skin and the stretch marks and things like that. Sure. But, you know, whenever I got down to that 225, I, I just got complacent. I, I didn't really strive for another goal. I, I mean, I knew, I, I knew what I wanted to look like, but then I thought to myself, oh, well, I mean, my family has always been bigger people, so I'm not going to. I'm never going to get down to 181, right? I'm never going to get down, right? I've reached my genetic floor as far as losing weight. Uh, However, that wasn't the case. What it was is I didn't make 
further changes to my diet to clean it up. Uh, so as far as my diet went, everything was everything was still clean eating or, or vegetarian or whatever diet I was I was on at 225. I was still following it, but then I caught myself not following it. Right. So I would be on the diet. But then again, I wouldn't be on the diet. Like get, make that real for us. So whenever well, I say you, you can keep this like ice cream, cookies, pizza. So what I would say cookies, I say cookies, uh, Oreos are vegan. <laughs> Oreos are vegan. Uh, <laughs> however, wait, you for real? Yeah. Oreos are vegan. Legit. Legit. I, I thought you I, were joking. I still eat, ve- I still eat uh, Oreos now. On, on on days where I feel like I need a, a boost, the regular Oreos, the no regular special. Oreos, not the double stuff. The double stuffs are, are that's, that's vegan. That's too. What about the lemon joints? I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not into the lemon joints. Then you're not into Oreos. What are we doing, John? Are, are you talking about the Are you talking about the golden ones? Or are no, you no, talking no, no, about no. No, they the got lemon? the they got the thin Oreos with the lemon filling? Are nah, we gonna man. talk about it, John, or nah, no? Man, I'm I'm, I'm good on that. We're not gonna that's, talk about it. You need to relax. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. See the classic one or the golden one, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, but you, but you would have, you would treat yourself. Yeah, I would treat myself, but I would be overzealous when I treated myself, right? You would binge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. You would binge. Here we go. Binge. Okay. So, uh, I do because I used to be that big. There are times in my life where, or times throughout the week, or times throughout the month. Where I'm ravished or ra- like I'm, I'm super hungry, right? I just want to eat up everything in sight. Uh, so whenever, whenever I was 225, I felt deprived for so long. And I was like, oh man, I deserve this. Like I, I can do this. Like I can, <laughs> I can have all this, all the snacks uh, that I want. I'm 225. I'm not gonna gain. You're right? in a deficit, so you're right. like, what, what, what's the impact? Of yeah, doing yeah, this? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like what's one more cookie, right? I, I, that's what. I've been, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And so I went ahead and binged out. And then that was my cycle. I would binge, I would restrict, I would binge, I would restrict, I would binge, I would restrict. That's why it took a lot longer for me to lose that weight than I wanted to, rather than having that that steady progress down. I would be up and then down, up and then down, up and then down. And then when I finally caught myself, I got rid of the foods that was making me do that. And then I dropped on down to 200. And then again, when I got to 200, it's, it's the same story. It's, mm. I treated myself. And then I would go on the bench, restrict, bench, restrict, bench, restrict, not losing any weight there until I finally got rid of that food that was making me do that. And so now I'm at a stage where I know what my trigger foods are, specifically cereal, ice cream, Oreos. <laughs> Sugar. Sugar, right? Minor, yeah, 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 yeah. Minor cheeses, John. I'm just going to put Jesus? it out there. Yeah. Oh, I used to be so into cheeses, bro. I used to be so into cheeses. In my prime, dude, I used to put down a box every two days. Jeez, man. I know, dude. That's why I'm where I am now. So but still? What, what's 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 crazy? <laughs> <laughs> what's crazy about I've pretty much given up cheeses for for the record. That's, that's, so. that's your trigger. Well, it's it's my vacation food, but even then I've been responsible and I will only allow myself so much. When it's gone, it's gone. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's good. That's that's good on you because I, I couldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to really <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh. If, if it's in my house, I'm eating it. Like, gotcha. yeah. Okay. Because okay. in the moments of weakness, 
You are weak. <laughs> For me, if I don't open it, it's self control. But once it gets open, <laughs> it's all the popping. <laughs> Man, that thing it wouldn't stand a chance. It wouldn't look one night in my house. That's it. That's that's all it. it that, that one hour that is there. That's it. Yeah. Turning to Tyrone Biggums, like I'm, like man? For real. Yeah, man. So, uh, go, ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. no. I, he answered my question. So, what would be your advice? Because here's where I think a lot of people are is. What advice do you would you give people who reach their goal? Because the problem mm. in some cases is not getting to the goal, it's staying at the goal. Gotcha. Right? So once you get there, out goes your motivation, out goes mm. being fed up with where you are, you're no longer there, so you have a tendency to kind of like what you did. You got a 225, you're like, all right, I'm feeling, you start feeling yourself a little bit, and then the intensity starts to wane. Mm -hmm. What advice do you give to people in terms of if you know you're still on your journey or if you get to the finish line, what what do you need to do mentally focus to where we get down the road a year or two and you haven't reverted back to where you started or somewhere along your journey? Got you. I love this question. Uh, So... What I would always advise is that you eat when you're hungry, okay? You you portion out your food, no matter whether you're you're dieting or not, or, or you're trying to maintain, you're always eating the same foods. You're, you're always supposed to eat the same foods. If you're trying to gain weight, you're eating a little bit more. If you're trying to lose weight, you're eating a little bit less. And then when you're trying to maintain, you're eating a moderate amount of foods, just eating whenever you're hungry. Um, so what I mean by that, you're what you need to do is, you know, check, check in the mirror every morning, right? You're looking at yourself in the mirror, asking yourself, okay, am I, am I, am I gaining weight? Am I losing weight still? Or am I, do I look the same? Oh, I look the same. All right, good. We're good. I can go ahead and eat what I was eating yesterday. Right now over, over time, excuse me. Over time, if you're still stepping on the scale, you can check, you can monitor your weight that way. Uh, but I mean, that I mean, this is no, it's not a, a clear cut science to it as far as maintaining because you never really know if you're maintaining or if you're one calorie over or two calories right, over, right. Or a thousand calories over. Or I mean, well, at, at that point, you should know if you're a thousand calories <laughs> over. But. Speak but, for yourself. <laughs> yeah, it, but, it's a great deal of intentionality. You <laughs> but but I, I don't think that it's it's clear cut. What you need to do is always have some mode of or modality of measuring yourself to make sure that you stay consistent. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I always like to choose three. Uh, so for me, it's looking my, at myself in the mirror, stepping on the scale, and then occasionally doing an in-body scan. That's uh, bioelectrical impedance. It measures your body body fat. Sounds uh, painful. It's not. It's not painful at okay. all. Actually, you just step on the electrodes and you hold it, in and, and then even that, it's it's not as accurate as say a DEXA scan would be or hydrostatic submersion would be, uh, but. Again, it's, it's just a way for you to continue to measure yourself and say, hey, I'm good. Or, hey, I need to dial it back a little bit more because I'm gaining a little bit more. Right. Uh, even if you find one of those little scales on Amazon where uh, 
it, it reads your body fat percentage. You can use that too. I mean, that's that's still good. It, it may not be accurate, but it's it's uh, what what do I used to say? Inconsistently consistent. Oh, okay. Is there a fourth option you're leaving out as far as? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's definitely more take uh, measurements, right? Yeah, yeah. You can clothing. take actual measurements, clothing. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one as well. I was, I was actually talking about your wife. She don't like. Oh you man, be like, my uh, my wife. She told me that she would love me even if I was three oh five. Oh wow! Uh, uh, she used to like yeah, bigger my guys. Never, my wife she never told me she, that a day in my life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my wife loved me at three thirteen. So yeah. I mean, my yeah. wife would love me, but uh, I would. I would, some I would. Conversations. I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, tough love. Tough right. love. Tough yeah. love. I, I like, you know, whenever my wife starts calling me thick, I know that I need to. <laughs> I need there to you start, go. I need to start dropping down a little bit more. There right. you go. Uh, so, yeah. They got, they got way of dropping hints on Yeah, yeah, right, right. John, you, you said something that really stuck out to me, and it's something that I have, like, I guess, nailed in my psyche in terms of my overall fitness and nutrition approach. But I've just bought into this, and it's a myth, okay? We're, we're going to be, we're going to sit at this white table and be honest, okay? I know it's a myth, but I've still bought into the fact that I'm just a big guy. Like, I, like genetically, I'm just going to be big, broad shoulders, whatever, right? Big legs. I'm just going to always be big. Um, a big head. Big head. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, John, I forgot to tell you, the darts fly in this hey, room. Hey, man, that's all right, man. Look, I'm, just, I'm just trying to dodge them. <laughs> no, it ain't coming your way. You say. <laughs> but um, I still got goals, though. Like, like I guess my goal for the longest since, since I got married, what, 13 years ago, is to get back to 250. I was 249 the day we got married, and that's like... The smallest I've been in my adult life, or the mm. the lightest I've been in my adult life, mm. and um, I've had my struggles. You know, I'm just just being real about it. A lot of it, I know what it is. It's me. Um, but how do you counter that? Like, oh, I'm just going to be a big guy. Like, I, I'm I was put here to be a big guy. That's how I'm genetically made. Like, what's the counterbalance of that? Well, that's that's tough to say because everybody has their their own experiences. Everybody has things that were said to them or things that they went through that caused them to gain the weight in the first place. So it's going to be really hard for me to say. Uh, however, what what I always tell people is that you absolutely can do anything that you you want to do. There's a there's a certain thing called the sad principle or specific adaptations to impose demands. Which basically means that any stress that you put on your body, your body has to adapt to it. Whether that's you training up for a marathon. Somebody doesn't just go out there and just run a marathon. Right. Right. Uh, whether that's trying to put on muscle. Nobody just, you know, wakes up the next morning and has a ton of muscle, right? You have to work up to it. And even on those first couple of days that, that you're working out, you're extremely sore, right? But if you go six, seven, ten months, years down the line, you're probably not going to feel that same type of soreness. Not with that same work that you were putting in to begin with, right? right? So it's the same thing with weight loss. Like whenever you, whenever you start, I mean, there's going to be there's going to be like a, a little a little learning curve as far as what your body can take. However, over time, you get to learn yourself a little bit more. You get to learn your triggers. You get to learn uh, what things work for your body and through that you should listen to your body and not ignore it right so 
whenever your body gives you these cues, whenever it gives you these signals, listen to it and act on it. You know, make that change. If you're if you're really serious about doing something or if you're really serious about your why as it relates to your life or your fitness goals, then you'll never stray away from your why. Never. I do have a. Uh, I have two more questions for you. I've only got one, and mine is random, so I'll wait to you. <laughs> I have a question yeah. too. Oh goodness! All right, let's go. Um, <laughs> what would you say? Well, talk about the importance of community when you're going on this journey, because of course, another challenge that, just speaking from my personal experience, my wife and I will be doing great. Mm-hmm. We'll be going strong. Then the holidays come, right? We gather around food and I know speaking, you know, you can speak from your experience. You've made this lifestyle change. You're going to see family. They haven't made this. They haven't made this commitment. And so, you know, of course they'll pick at you, joke at you, you know, what you, what you eating? What's da, 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 da. And talk about the importance of having a support system where people are doing what you doing and you don't have to succumb to the temptation of what you're trying to get away from. Ooh, okay. So as far as having a support system, those are that is one of the things that I usually ask people whenever they're getting started. Uh, especially if they're getting started with me as a health coaching client or a personal training client, I always ask them, hey, do you have a support system? And if they don't have a support system, then I make it my mission to contact them five days out of the week mm. even on even on weekends sometimes if if they really don't have anybody there to support them right because i feel like whenever you have people there to support you that have your back that you perform a lot better and you and you see that with anything like you wouldn't see an athlete just go out there and you know just perform and not have a coach you know i mean right. they're gonna only get so far like the best people in this world they have a coach right or the best the best athletes in the world always has a coach. Even the coach has a coach. Even I have a coach, right? Uh, so whenever whenever you know you have a support system, that's going to be your your strongest go to. Especially when things get tough. Whenever you're you're hungry at night and you're saying, "Oh, dang, man, I really want to just go grab a bowl of cereal," right? <laughs> yeah. Don't grab that bowl of cereal. I, I always talk to my wife before I make a move, right? I always say, "Hey, babe." I really want to go get some ice cream right now and I know I don't deserve it. And she always say, don't, don't get it. Go drink some water. And I'm like, Ooh. you're right. You're right. Because I mean, sometimes you got to have that person to just make it real for you. And right? Sometimes you really are thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> that just, too. You yeah. just misinterpret it as you're hungry. That's, hunger. that's, yeah, too. that's a yeah. good point. Walker. That too. That too. Uh, so I always believe that having that support system is is a, a key factor. Now, as far as gathering around food around the holidays, and, and I know this all too well, right? I always have to bring something for myself whenever I am gathering around food with other people. And that way I have control over my portions. I have control over what I'm actually putting into my body. I don't feel pressured by everybody else because I, I just spent all this time making the food. I'm going to eat this food, right? I'm not going to waste my money and my <laughs> time, time, right? Facts. So if you, if you have a support system and your support system is your wife, whenever y'all are dieting, 
bring something to the gathering. Don't just leave the house empty handed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or you could eat before you go and not have so much. Right. I'll bring, I'll bring it with me. Bring it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's gonna be like eat this cake. You you because because people swear up and down you're not hungry. Right. Like even though you <laughs> like, right. I, I, like eat something. Eat it. But I if they see you with it, they know they know what what you what you doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that way they don't have to ask you. Oh, what you what, what can you eat? What 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 are you what are you eating? Right. You, you, you sure you don't want some? Like no, I'm good. You see my food here. Right. right. I'm I'm eating this. I made this. This is what's gonna make my body feel good. And then over time, and because I I've noticed I've been in a household where my my family was skeptical about the whole weight loss thing, and now it's turned to. Dang, John really knows what, what he's talking about. Yeah. And now my brother, he was 350 at some point in time. And he's dropped down to around 185 now oh, as well. So now he's in he's in the household as the health guru now as well. So he lives in Tuscaloosa as well with my parents still he, before he moves out. But it has everybody asking, Josh, what are you doing? What do I have to do to lose all this weight? And my brother always said, just go talk to John. Go talk to John. Like, I did everything he said. And then it's funny because the same people who were, you know, skeptical about the whole thing are now wanting answers. Because they noticed I made the change. And they're still stuck where they are or even heavier. Can't argue with the results, right? Right. It's probably simple, too, isn't it? It's super simple. So I struggle with simple. Go ahead, Black. Uh, or did you? Or did you? I had one more, but uh, uh, you guys can go and then I ask. I got to say mine for lines because it's totally <laughs> random. He's not gonna spend a lot of time with my question. Okay, I'll get my two out of the way. So, if you could think back to your past life, what was your favorite food you can have? And if you could have it today, and it'd be like no repercussions, I could just have this one thing I used to eat. What would it be? Wings. You want to think about it? Wings. <laughs> Fried wings? Wings. wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically, um, a 20-piece wings from Archibald and Woodrow's in Tuscaloosa. Very specific. <laughs> uh, road trip? No, I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, Definitely so. You might need to make that drive up there. Huh, okay. But grill wings are okay, right? Yeah, yeah, grilled wings are great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but their wings, they're oh, oh yeah. There yeah. wasn't nothing grilled about that. Yeah. And my last question is, I guess where when you want to take your wife out, where do you feel okay going out to eat? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. So we're always we always check to see if there's vegan options beforehand before we go anywhere. Uh there's a local spot around here. At uh, it's called Tropicaleo or Tropicaleo. Oh, the Puerto Rican spot. Yeah, yeah. bro. So I'm familiar with there. They got a regular menu, but they also have everything that's on their regular menu. They have a vegan menu for it. Not bad. So I nice. always we that's always my my go to if they're open. Um, now as far as uh, regular restaurants go, Cheesecake Factory they have the Beyond Burger there, so I can I can have a burger. Uh, so I don't have to feel weird at the table eating, you know. Yeah. <laughs> eating, uh, they, it, it's always funny when I sit down, man. They are like, they're, they're always like, oh, what you going to eat, man? Uh, salad? 
Yeah, I might. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I might. That's, that's your folks right. too. Yeah, that's the go-to. That's the go-to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, but there's always there's always options uh, at the place that the places that I go, and even then, I I might just do something a la carte. Oh, I might okay. just get like a sweet potato, no butter, uh, or I might just do uh, some. I don't know some broccoli, no butter. Uh, make sure you they saute it in oil instead of butter. Uh, just something simple. You made me think of another thing. I guess is there like a a menu or, or some something you can share with people? Like this is if you stick with this sort of like diet or this group of foods. Like do you have like something you can give like a list of things. Like this is what I would probably eat on a weekly basis. As far as veganism goes, or as far as if they're, if they're trying to, if they have goals similar to yours and they want to eat healthy and have like good results, like what foods do they need like have on like a regular basis? Gotcha. Okay, so uh, I always follow something called uh, the Precision Nutrition Diet. Okay, Precision Nutrition Diet. So what they do is they basically use their hands as portions to map out what types of foods to eat or how much of what types of foods to eat. So if you look at the palm of your hand, that's one serving of protein, the palm of your hand. So if y'all can see Palm of your hand right there. Oh, okay. not the okay. whole. No, not not the I, whole hand. I no, started uh-uh, here and uh-uh, went here. Uh-uh, I was like, uh-uh, okay, okay, just just right. the palm of your hand. And no fingers. And not front and back either. Yeah, no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> uh, but but that gives you the the width and it also gives you the thickness of, of that protein source right there. Okay. Uh so if you're if you're trying to lose weight, obviously you would probably just go off of one serving of protein uh per per uh, meal there uh, now if you look at your hands the whole hands that's going to be um, your vegetable sources so uh, your, your green leafy vegetables uh, so your broccoli your kale your uh, Brussels sprouts spinach yep uh, cauliflower squash is fine too yeah okay. I, like, I like squash I like a good squash uh, but yeah that would be as much as you need for one serving of vegetables okay now, if you scoop your hand like so, uh, this would be your carb source, your carb source. Okay, so if I was to scoop out some rice, that would be about a serving of rice there. Serving of rice, <laughs> serving of pasta, <laughs> serving of oatmeal, all serving. the all the all the carb sources, all the carb sources. Just 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 make believe is is cheez its, and. <laughs> Well, you, you know, you know, <laughs> since you're there, I will have to say I found a great alternative to like ease my cheese it uh, fix or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're these almond flour crackers, and they have, I mean, they don't have anything in them, but they got they've got enough salt on there because that's all I'm really craving. Mm-hmm. It's not the cheese from the cheese its, but they're baked, pinch of salt, almond flour. Why not do sunflower seeds? You're not, so that, get a, you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. So 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 that way, wait, hold. On. So that way, your your mouth is still working, right? So uh-huh. you're getting that salty fix, and you're also it takes a lot longer for you to get to the actual seed. So if you can slow down your <laughs> your snacking, I choked on the sunflower oh, seed Jesus. shell. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he need <I'm> adult food. <laughs> 
cut his food up for It was him. once I was sitting in the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I choked. Got a little impatient. Hey, man. <laughs> never, never be afraid to try again. Okay. Okay. Right. But I could get the sunflower seeds without the shell. No, that, no, that would defeat the purpose. <laughs> that, would, that would defeat the purpose. Not, really? Sunflower seed. Yeah, yeah, the whole seed. The whole seed. Right. With shell. With the shell. With the shell. It slows down your you, eating. You lost them. You lost them. You Remember see? we were talking about laziness earlier? You got to spit yeah. the shell, right? Yeah, you got to spit the shell out. Is it biodegradable? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Continue. Uh, we're, we're, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were, scoop, we were scooping out. All right, so... Uh, serving of rice there is the scoop uh, And then you would also have Your fat source here So uh, that would be about The serving size of your oil Or your butter Or your nuts and seeds uh, If you were to get the sunflower seeds Without the, the shell You would just hold that up and then well, With the like, shell I can I can cup Yeah you can cup it You can cup it with the shell You can eat the whole bag of sunflower seeds It's only 450 calories But why would I want to take those 450 calories somewhere else? To the Cheez-Its <laughs> it, Why it's y'all the, on me? No, no, I'm saying like It's it's either the 450 or the What's 2000 inside The know. 2000 inside the Cheez-Its I don't, I See, see, see I, it's People like that frustrate you Because you just told him what did you do? It's it's okay. It's, it's all right. It's all. It's, it's, it's uh, I'm gonna try sunflower seeds this weekend. Just, I just promise try. you. I'll, I'll try and report back. You can you can snack on them until your stomach start growling, and then once your stomach starts growling, then you're on to your next meal. Jesus. Usually it takes about. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Not the cheeses, bro. Not okay. the Make sure you sit up right when you eat your sunflower seeds. Seriously, please. Do. I'm gonna have some PTSD please from that. Do. Somewhere, uh, somewhere he gonna be. <laughs> Turning purple. <laughs> John said this would work. <laughs> Go make the cheeses. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, John, <laughs> random question. Okay, is the Apple Watch a hoax in terms of health and fitness? It is inconsistently consistent. Yes, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree. With so, John, 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 listen. Okay, me closing my rings every day is not going to make me any thinner. Me closing my rings every day is not going to make me any lighter, question mark. It it may. If your goals are, I mean, if the if the movement goals on there are big enough, yeah. then yes, it will. If but you, then. If you close it several times or a couple, a few times, it'll help. And and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to even say this. If you get to a point where you close your rings and you're on a stable diet. You're on the steady, stable diet, right? You're checking out the rings, right? If the if the work, the amount of work that you're putting in to lose the weight with the diet causes you to lose weight, then your Apple Watch will be consistent and it will be accurate. Okay, so you'll know how much to move to get you there, because I mean, it it has an algorithm inside the watch. And that algorithm is not going to be the same for everybody, right? And think about people with uh, with thyroid problems. Some people are hypothyroid or have hyperthyroidism or hyperthyroidism, where they're burning more calories or less calories throughout the day just because their thyroid hormones are not regulated properly. So it's going to be hard for the Apple Watch to know, oh, this person has a thyroid problem, right? So these we're going to burn 500 calories here. Have, they might be burning 300 
where somebody else may be burning say 600 instead of 500 so it's there's no real way to know but they do use that equation on your apple watch to to get you there as close as possible um but again er everything is not going to be clear cut in stone uh just make sure whenever you do start losing weight that you look at your apple watch and say okay how much am i actually moving according to my Apple Watch, and then do that, replicate that over several times to make sure that you're still losing the weight. So what you're saying is Apple Watch is a hoax. I got you. It, uh, <laughs> that's all he got. That's all he got. That's, that's, fine. And, that's fine. And you can verify that the statement you can't outwork a yeah, bad diet. That's absolutely and, true. And, and I think that was part of part of my angle with the Apple Watch thing. I've got an issue. Like I'm I am I am addicted to my Apple Watch. Like it takes it takes a lot of of thought for me to not put it on. And uh, like today, <laughs> like this I had to write it down. Um but no uh and I, you you've seen me, you see me at the gym with it on, mm -hmm. but I'm just I'm trying to limit it to if I'm not exercising, I'm not wearing it. Just cuz during, during the pandemic, oh man, I went, I think, four months straight with closing my rings every day and I got heavier. I got fatter. <laughs> so I'm just like, man, why am I wearing this thing every day? So anyway, what's your diet like? Nah, don't worry about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not important. The Apple Watch is a hoax, is what we're getting to. <laughs> well, Thank you, Josh. I told, well, I told well, you that question was random. Well, well yes. If, if you don't put the diet to the exercise, then. See, we need diet rings, right. Apple. Are you listening? We need diet <laughs> rings. Like, just know what I'm eating. Get my hypoglycemia going or whatever you call it. What is it? The glycemic index? Get all that through my skin and tell me. There, no. I, I need a vegetable like, rig, a fat rig, and a car. Let me, let me tell you how simple <laughs> weight loss is. You pick a diet. You stick to it. Calories in, calories out. And that will determine whether or not you lose or gain. So if your diet is adequate, if you're eating, say, three, five times a day, right? You're spacing out your meals. These meals are not super big. You follow that hand, the precision nutrition, hand portion size thing, and you notice that your weight starts to drop, stick with it. That's it. And replicate it over several days. In closing, for the person who is overwhelmed, mm -hmm. don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. All this sounds good, but once it's them by themselves, they don't know what to do. What is the first step you can give a person? The first step I would say is to get the junk out of your diet. So the things that triggers you, the things that, um, that you know that you binge on, the things that you find yourself snacking on throughout the day. If you know, because people generally know what's healthy, what's unhealthy, like you don't, I don't, you don't have to have somebody there to say, okay, that's unhealthy, unless it's like something like really, you know, like the small details really don't matter. Okay, it's what I'm saying here. So if you notice that you're eating five bowls of cereal, cut it down to one bowl of cereal, right? If you notice that you're eating sugary sweets like cookies. Uh, five times a day or Sour Patch Kids five times a day, then cut that out, right? Get the junk out of your diet, eat real food, and have three meals a day. Have three meals a day, start there, okay? If you feel like you're hungrier, start to add more meals in your day. No more than five. Don't, don't go past five. 
John, thank you so much, man. This was great. Really appreciate the time. How do people, how do people find you, contact you, get in touch with you, scream for help? What's, what's, yeah. So you can contact me on IG. I'm more, um, prevalent on IG, uh, at coach John Finn. That's C O A C H J O N F I N N. Or you can follow my TikTok. You, if you if you follow me on TikTok, then uh, you basically have your user guide to losing weight. You basically have your user guide to losing weight. It's the same thing at Coach Sean Finn. Cool. Bet. Bet. Well, man, we appreciate you stopping by, hanging out with us, dropping precious jewels and gems. Definitely got to have you back on sure, another man. time, man, to definitely kind of help men be better men. So gotcha. appreciate you providing this insight. Guys, we want to thank y'all for tuning into the latest and greatest episode. You already know what to do. Follow us on social media. That will be Instagram and the Twitter at the T-H-A tipping point one word. And you can go to our YouTube page. That's the T-H-A the tipping point. Subscribe. Show us love. We got content. Hit it. May the Lord watch between me and thee. While we're absent one from another, go in peace. Have a great week. Be productive and be safe out there. And as always, I'm Caesar Walker. My co-host is Ronnie Gatry. With our powers combined with the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening.